0: Right now, on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Bernis. Joseph's discovered a mystery from the Old Testament prophets concerning Syria, Egypt, and Israel,
1: and how it affects you. I don't want Christians to to miss it. It'll be shocking, I think, for everyone. It's a wake-up call.
0: Welcome to Jewish Voice, where we help you to discover the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. I'm Jonathan Burness. Thanks for joining us. Well, when most Christians hear the words end times, they think of seven years of horrific devastation, the Antichrist, the mark of the beast. But is that the real focus of the end times? My guest today says it's something much greater and has spent the last 10 years researching the answer. Joseph Farah was born to
2: Syrian Lebanese parents in New Jersey. He grew up a nominal Catholic until the day a college friend told him about Jesus. A veteran news editor and truth seeker, Joseph founded World Net Daily in 2005. Today, it is the largest Christian content website. He and his wife, Elizabeth, have five daughters, four grandchildren, and live in northern virginia
0: please welcome veteran news editor joseph Ferrer back to jewish voice welcome back my friend thank you god bless you. shalom shalom i am so glad you're back with us uh, quite a change since the last time you were here it's awesome yeah it's and You've it's done just well. so great to have you i know your story but it's so powerful i just want you to give us a quick version of how a nice Arab boy ended up here <laughs> on Jewish Voice, loving Israel and the Jewish people.
1: Right. Well, yeah, I am an Arab American of Lebanese and Syrian ancestry, and I grew up in Patterson, New Jersey, where is a very, to this day, very large Arab uh, community. Back then it was mostly Christian, today it's uh, more Muslim. Um, and uh, also grew up at the time of the of the six day war thousand nine hundred and sixty seven I was a teenager, and I have to tell you that you know in those days, I had a lot of sympathy for um, the invaders <laughs> and
0: so the so occupiers I,
1: I was a you know it was the 60s and I was a left wing radical off the charts and during high school and shortly thereafter and one of uh, my aspirations was to go to the middle east but it wasn't to go to israel which as you know i do all the time i spend about five to ten percent of my time in israel these days it was to go and join yasser arafat's palestinian liberation organization and become a freedom fighter (laughs) if you can believe it.
0: i look at people like you joseph uh, that have that background and now love israel and the jewish people so much there is a God.
1: Absolutely. There is a God in heaven and it's a God <laughs> if that's who loves not Israel. A miracle,
0: what is? Tell me. <laughs> so Joseph, you just got back from a tour, a big huge tour with our dear friend Jonathan Kahn, mm-hmm. and you had a bizarre experience right on the Temple Mount.
1: This is like the epicenter. Of, of, of spiritual activity, of spiritual warfare. What happened? It was, it was amazing. We had a big group, over 400 people. Wow. And just to take 400 people onto the Temple Mount is is, is quite something. Yes. Christians, you know. And, and who, who, when, you, when you tell them, well, you know, you've got to act in certain ways and you, know, you shouldn't be, you know. They're told, don't pray, don't do things like that. Well, Jonathan's there. Jonathan addresses the group. And he says a few things that the the waqf, the Islamic administrators so-called, of the site are eavesdropping on us uh, all the time. And of course he mentions the temple was here. That's why it's called the temple now. (laughs) The temple was here and we think it was over there and that was, that caught their ear. And, um, And he mentioned Solomon and he mentioned a few other things. And at one point, the waqf came over and said, can we talk to you, Jonathan? And I was right next to him, so we went and talked to them, and they told us their concerns. This is a Muslim holy site. You can't talk about the temple, the Jewish temple. You can't talk about Solomon and so forth. When we were told we had to exit uh, the temple mount, uh, we did. Uh, But it was a big parade, but it's a revisionist history. The temple was never here Totally and the the UNESCO has bought into this. uh, What a
0: lie (laughs) Now, now, Let's go further and talk about uh, all of the conflict.
1: So last year
0: fire set in Haifa. There's constant terrorism uh, Coming out of Syria Hamas Hezbollah How is all this
1: going to be resolved? Boy, uh I only know of one way that it can be resolved and will be. God promises it's going to be resolved in an amazing couple of verses in Isaiah 19. Uh, read the end of Isaiah Love 19 it. for the true uh Middle East peace plan. And and it's it'll be shocking I think for everyone. Christians, Jews and uh, you know our Muslim Arab friends. You see a bigger picture in all this, and I, I agree with
0: you. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk about what you've learned about the last days in the last ten years of research you've done. Yes.
1: Well, you know when I got interested in prophecy, it was through Hal lindsay and I and, and it certainly impacted my life. And I don't want to say anything negative about it. But if you look at the thousands and thousands of prophecy books that have been written since that time overwhelmingly, 99.9% focus on this seven-year period of tribulation. You know, what's coming next? What's right around the corner? And, I, you know, it it struck me that there really are so few treatments of the 1,000-year period that follows, and and how are we going to be living, and what is it going to be like? And this, you know, you, you mentioned 10 years ago I started looking at this, Looking at every scripture I could find about this period of time, and I had this yearning to to tr- present it to people because it's so beautiful. And, and and by the way, there are some real surprises I think for for many Christians, who especially those who aren't reading the Old Testament, to see what is it going to be like. Joseph, you were sharing with me earlier that there's a, a verse
0: or a passage. That you read over and over again and then one day the light came on and everything changed
1: yeah Yeah. we know how that is yeah you know we've all read the Bible a number of times and we've gone over things and then you know the Holy Spirit calls our attention and all of a sudden something jumps out at us like it never has before it's a it's a simple verse by Peter people will recognize it I'm sure but. It ties it all in together. I've got got to stop you. I want to know. But we have to take a break. And let me ask you
0: this. What is the great hope that all the prophets from Samuel to John the Baptist preached? Well, you're probably thinking it's Jesus. But our guest reveals something staggering just ahead.
2: Would you like to know more about the mysterious new world mentioned in Scripture? A radical new world. Where believers will live, a world beyond imagination, foretold by Hebrew prophets. Then you need to read The Restitution of All Things Israel, Christians, and the End of the Age by best selling author Joseph Farah. Pharaoh takes you on a fascinating journey through the thousand-year reign of Jesus. What he uncovers will leave you in awe. Learn what life will be like in the new world. Find out the ultimate destination of redeemed mankind. Is it heaven or earth? Few authors have explored this fascinating biblical
1: topic. And what they're talking about is the kingdom on earth it's not just you know the coming of the messiah the return of the messiah but it's about him setting up a, an actual kingdom on earth and, and i asked myself how many christians really understand that how many christians understand that there's going to be an actual kingdom ruled by god on earth and why aren't they curious about it why aren't there sermons being printed published about this why aren't there books being published you now
0: you said you read it many many times but never seen it before, right, and then one day
1: yeah and that's so, that's so normal for you know for, for me as i 'm reading the scripture, you read a different translation, you, things jump out at you, and that 's what would happen, but it, it it set me on the course to systematically go through the Bible and find every verse about this kingdom and it 's become the title of the book the yeah. restitution.
0: Of all things what is the restitution of all things
1: it's help us understand when, when there's absolute justice and Liberty and righteousness on the face of the earth that's when we're going to see it when Jesus comes you know usually the stories about Jesus returning especially in prophecy books ends with his return <laughs> I, want, I want to know what the next chapter is going to be like. And it's a long chapter, and it's a beautiful chapter, and that's what I wanted to accomplish with the restitution of all things.
0: The byline, Israel, Christians, and the end of the age. Mm-hmm. It's all tied together.
1: Right, because Israel is the center of the world during this kingdom. That's very, very important for people to understand. That comes through again and again in all of the Old Testament scriptures and New Testament scriptures that deal with the kingdom. and. I'm reading Isaiah 19. Get to the final few verses in Isaiah 19, and here is God's Middle East peace plan, and it's perfect. Uh, of course, Israel is, you know, the apple of God's eye, and we we see that all through Scripture. But here in Isaiah 19, we find out that God's got a special place for Egypt and Assyria, one third, one third, one third, and God has beautiful things in that in that chapter to say about egypt and assyria and by the way they live happily ever after so it's one of those great together <laughs> yes together joseph thank you great to be
0: back with you i really want to encourage you to learn now the men of Visikar understood the season they were wise and this book will make you wise the restitution of all things well we really have a great show for you next week and i want you to see a preview here it is
1: Jerusalem, in its very name, is the foundation of world peace. God has a land contract written into his covenant when he made it with Abraham. And why important for Christians? At the bottom line is, our Christian faith is a Jewish religion. I like to say, Christianity is the other Jewish religion.
2: Would you like to know more about the mysterious new world mentioned in Scripture? A radical new world where believers will live. A world beyond imagination foretold by Hebrew prophets. Then you need to read The Restitution of All Things, Israel, Christians, and the End of the Age by best-selling author Joseph Farah. Farah takes you on a fascinating journey through the thousand-year reign of Jesus. What he uncovers will leave you in awe. Learn what life will be like in the new world. Find out the ultimate destination of redeemed mankind. Is it heaven or earth? Few authors have explored this fascinating biblical topic, leaving many believers wondering what the future holds. Pharaoh digs deep into scripture to uncover answers that will leave you amazed learn the startling plans god has for you order the restitution of all things israel christians and the end of the age now and when you do we'll sow two special gifts into your life this eye-catching silver keychain featuring the mysterious messianic seal this seal was rediscovered in israel after being hidden for 2000 years archaeologists believe this seal was created and used by jewish believers in the very first Messianic Church. We'll also send you this colorful lapel pin depicting the U.S. flag and Israel flag together in solidarity. This little pin is a big conversation starter that can open doors of understanding. We'll send you all three of these great gifts with your donation of $40. When you donate $40, you'll be helping provide crucial medical, dental and eye care to Jewish communities who suffer from poverty, disease and despair. You'll also make it possible for lost Jewish tribes in remote places to get clean drinking water. Most importantly, when you support Jewish Voice Ministries, you play an important role in fulfilling scripture to tell the Jewish people that their Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus has come. But there is so much more to do. The need is urgent, so please help us now. Remember, God said he will bless those who bless the Jewish people. So call the number on your screen now to partner with this ministry. You can also click or write with your gift of support by going to our website, jvmi.tv, or writing to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Please specify offer $1836 when giving $40 to receive your gifts. Call, click, or write today.
0: It's time now for Ask the Rabbi. Our first question comes from Gretchen in Omaha. Shalom to everyone in Omaha, Nebraska. And she asked Did the last generation that Jesus mentions? in Matthew 24, begin when Israel became a nation in 1948? Well, Gretchen, that's a great question. And just to reference it, uh, Jesus was talking about uh, the uh, destruction around Jerusalem and fleeing from Jerusalem and what would come, and then said that the fig tree would blossom and that the generation after that would not pass away. That has traditionally been interpreted as the restoration of the state of Israel in 1948, the fig tree blossoming being the restoration of Israel. However, we're now almost 70 years later and a generation has passed. So the question is, was he referring to the complete restoration of Jerusalem, which included the restoration of Jerusalem in 1967, we're about to celebrate the 50th this year, the 50th anniversary of the restoration of Jerusalem. Or was he equating the blossoming of the fig tree to knowing the seasons that would come and a generation that sees the restoration of a number of different things be the generation that sees his ultimate, re- re- ultimate return? I don't know the answer to that, but there, those are a few thoughts. I personally believe it's connected to the complete restoration of Israel, which includes the the restoration of Jerusalem. We don't know whether that's 50 years or a 70-year generation, but we're getting close. We're getting close. Our final question comes from Chelsea from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and she wants to know, I've read that Jesus is coming back during the Feast of Trumpets. Is that true? Well, some have said yes. I do believe that the events... uh, connected to the return of Jesus, are connected with the final three feasts of the Lord in Leviticus 23. So we're talking now first about uh, uh, the Yom Teruah, the blowing of the trumpets, also known as Rosh Hashanah, the new year, and then Yom Kippur, the day of atonement, and then the final gathering of Sukkot. I personally believe That Yeshua's return is connected to Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, when the Jewish people recognize at last as a nation who yeshua is and we're told in zechariah 12 they mourn for him as one mourns for an only son they repent as they recognize that he is the one that they rejected but he is in fact their messiah and we're told then in the first verses of zechariah 13 that in that day the fountain for uncleanliness and sin is open and i believe that's the return of the messiah well thanks so much for writing to us if any of you have a question you can go to our website jvmi.tv and click on ask the rabbi and who knows maybe your question will be read in an upcoming program Jewish Voice has a unique mandate we go to Jewish communities in the most remote places in the world we provide medical care dental care eye care eye surgeries to needy Jewish people and their neighbors completely free of charge but most importantly We share the good news about their Messiah. One village in Tashgint, Ethiopia, is suffering vicious persecution and severe poverty. They're known as the Beta Israel or the House of Israel. Your financial support of this ministry helps us to bring hope, healing, and most importantly, the gospel to suffering Jewish communities around the world. Today we are standing on the mountain hilltop of Tashkine. Jewish people have been living here for nearly 3,000 years. And this scenery is like the dawn of creation. We met this community which identifies as Beta Israel because of the persecution they're experiencing. They can't live in downtown. They're here in farms on the outskirts of the district. The people are alive, they still have hope, they're joyful, they're content with the little they have, but they are persecuted. When we face these kind of challenges, it just proves to us that God is in charge. These scattered tribes may be lost, but they're not forgotten. They're not forgotten by God, and they're not forgotten by us. When you partner with Jewish Voice, your financial support not only helps us provide vital medical care, dental care, and eye care. You help us proclaim the gospel to the lost tribes of Israel scattered around the world. We're making a difference, but there's so much more to do. We need your help. When you partner with this ministry, you don't just get great resources that can change your life. You help us change the lives of Jewish people around the world.